just too hard. Alright everybody, welcome back. This is the Insensitive Podcast. It's your boy P here. I'm here with uh some of my niggas in my Instagram. <laughs> 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 got Brandon here. What up, nigga? My nigga Brandon here. We got our boy Ryan here. He was here uh, last week with us, uh, discussing these topics with us. And we got uh, we got one more guest. My boy Chris. What's up, uh, what's up? What up, my nigga? This is my dude from work right here. This is pretty much my supervisor, nigga. So <laughs> you have a supervisor. So yeah, got my boy Chris here. Uh, he worked with uh, me and Ryan. We ain't gonna get into too much of that, but uh, appreciate you coming, my nigga. Really appreciate, appreciate you coming. Really. Yeah, my nigga, my nigga. So uh, I want to give everybody a reminder. That uh, our episodes are gonna drop every Tuesday. Um, so just reminding you guys, we said that last week. That's gonna be the date for right now. That's the official date every Tuesday. If we change it again, we'll let you guys know. And since we have a couple guests here, we're gonna do our tradition. We're gonna do a couple shots. I think B, you're the only one that's gonna take one. You ain't gonna take one, B. I'm gonna take a shit. Brandon, oh Brandon, take one. So you good? You good, Chris? Yeah, I don't, I don't drink. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, no appreciate sure. it. Bro. Yes, we're going to do our tradition. Every time we got a guest, y'all, this is never going to die. Any guests on here, just know you taking a shot. Chris, get a pass. Chris, yeah, you get a pass. He can fire by ass. So, <laughs> so you get a pass. So he, trying to be like that. Yeah, yeah, he just, definitely get a pass. Think. Yeah, we got, you already know it's rock boys. Damn, is it going to be enough for three shots? Hold on. You can give me a little less. Hold on. All right, Good? Yeah. Nah, nah, you good. <laughs> All right. My nigga Chris. Damn, bro. Put your water Drink some water, yeah. yeah put your water <laughs> Episode right. 9. Episode 9, y'all. Nine episodes deep. We already 9 deep. Hmm. Did I say this was episode 9? Did I say that? Oh, no. Well, this is episode 9 if I didn't say that. All right. So, we got today. We're going to talk some music shit today. We got a lot of music shit to talk about. We usually always start with that, so we'll do that first. Got sports, and my nigga Chris here. He got the LeBron shirt on. He repping his his favorite player all okay. time. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Okay. But um, it's TV on mute. Yeah, no question tripping. today, guys. So we got too much to talk about. Yeah, no Q and A question. Uh, what else we got? We got what's trending segment. Got something for the shout out segment, and then uh, we'll see where we at with time with that, and then we'll uh we'll close out. Um, so y'all just. <laughs> This nigga's always playing, bro. All right, so you ready, my nigga? You gonna jump in this shit with us, bro? Yeah. I know you got some shit for sport for this sports shit. I know you got some, cause I got something to show you too. And we gonna we gonna get into a deep discussion about that shit. So. All right, all right so let's get into it. So music. Uh, first of all, uh, first thing we gonna talk about with music, we gonna talk about uh, Young Thug. We talked about it last week with Ryan. What happened? Oh, the music. Okay. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, Young Thug's album that dropped last week, uh, So Much Fun. I said uh, that I, what prediction I gave? I said 50,000 he was going to sell first week, Ryan? Yeah. So, so I was dead wrong. So he came out, he has the number one album in the country, uh, So Much Fun, debuted at number one on the billboard. It sold 131,000 first week. Uh, what did you say? I don't remember what you said. But you said he was going to sell more to Ross, I think. And Ross sold 70,000, I think, two weeks prior, so... Uh, congrats to Young Thug, number one album in the country. Definitely showed some growth on that album. That was a fucking good album. Yeah, I don't even write, I don't even really mess with Young Thug like that. I said like on the last episode, I don't really mess with him like that. But I listened to the album and they got they got a lot of good songs on there. It's yeah. pretty good album. Yeah. Maybe I don't think you you don't fuck with Young yeah, Thug. Yeah, I don't listen to it. Anyway. <laughs> you don't listen to the new things. So what's your type of rap? I'm like I'm older, man. So I'm from like the you know the Nas. boom bap era, you know. So like, Nas. like I'm only like you know most of. Uh, 
KRS, Nas. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit a generation older than me, like yeah. the KRS and stuff like that. But like yeah. the 90s and like early 2000s, you know, mm-hmm. that's like. So who's but your. Ain't wrong with that. That's, but that's, 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 you know, that's real hip hop. But like, it, you know, it took like some of the newer cats like Kendrick and like, you know, J. Cole and some of them dudes, how they did it to make me see kind of how the new cats do it. You know what I mean? But, I don't know, because back in the day, we listened to more of the, obviously the West Coast, the Death Row right. and all that stuff was yeah. big. Who's your favorite rapper ever? Most Def. That's your favorite rapper all time? Okay. Like, I can't be uh, mad at that. Because yeah. my thing is, like, with the old, like, the 90s and the, that kind of golden era rappers, like, like they they stand out more to me. Like, they have a lot of more different approaches than yeah. some of these dudes now. Like, because, like, business-wise, like, I don't know. But everybody does their thing, and it's a, it's a new age thing, so I'm not saying. It's just yeah. my opinion yeah. how I feel, yeah. but I don't yeah. think, you know, Exactly. Yeah, I feel these you. These dudes have a... Yeah. I feel you. So uh, one more thing I want to say. Well, a couple more things. Uh, so much fun. Uh, Young Thug's album it earned the second biggest streaming week for a hip hop album in 2019. He had a little under 168 million streams. 2019? Uh, I don't know. Who dropped this year? For for album or is it Yeah, this is the second biggest streaming week for a hip hop album this year. He had 168 million streams. Nah, hell no, one chance. I, I don't. I, it wasn't Drake because Drake ain't dropped this year. I don't know. It don't even say. So I don't know. But uh, so yeah, Young Thug he also went on uh Big Boy's Neighborhood and he had a couple things to say. Damn, this shit is connected here. Hold on. So he was uh Big Boy was asking him about the Rich Homie Quan shit. Uh, he had he had a lot of shit to say. Pretty because we are. I personally think that Young Thug is um homosexual. That's what I think. That nigga's gay. Right. <laughs> I think that nigga's gay. Not there's, anything wrong with it. There's not anything wrong with that, but I think he's gay. Just the shit that he does, the shit that he says. And uh, he had this to say. I'm going to play it on uh, Big Boy's Neighborhood is what he said. People say gay, but it's like, at one point, I probably had more, I probably, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's serious. I'm definitely sure you, you have more than me, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if people think that I'm gay, I can't, they already misjudged. Mm-hmm. I'm the straightest man in the world. Man, I ain't gonna. I hate guys. <laughs> talking about. I'm not even having no threesome with no. No <laughs> People judge me. People. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? That you hate? Come on, bro. That is some shit that a gay nigga would say. I'm the straightest man in the world. Is that not something yeah, a gay nigga like, would say? Is that I, not always talk about, I, I hate guys. <laughs> so that's some shit a gay nigga would say. This is my opinion. So like we said, nothing wrong with that. And then uh. He also asked, uh, Big Boy also asked Young Thug, because of course, him and Rich Homie Quan, they were like best friends. You couldn't keep them two away from each other, him and Rich Homie Quan. So he, they, uh, they asked him about that, and this is what hey, he said. Did you say- Who? Oh, Rich Homie him? Yeah, this is what he said. Did you say that to us? I don't know what you're talking about, but he, Quan, he know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. He, he, did, he did a show before, and, he, and, and I think a guy had touched his leg on stage like a fan was like, yo. He was standing on the end of the stage and, and people was touching him, grabbing his shoes, and he was like, yo, I ain't with that gay shit, nigga, I ain't with that thug shit. <laughs> and it's just like, man, you my brother, like, nigga, I got your name tattooed on me. <laughs> what the fuck is you doing? So it's just like, it's like that. Like, I forgive him because I know he's, he really get, he really be drunk. Quan get drunk. Damn. He get drunk to the point where I have to carry him out the club. Like, mm. So I know for a fact he was drunk, but it's like. So at I'm the moment, there's not a there's not a conversation, nothing. You just you, you over here, he's over there, and it's just yeah. I heard he that. know what it is. Yeah, and and I- so that's pretty much all he said. So 
if you didn't hear, he said Rich Homie Quan had a show. Somebody was touching on his leg, and he said, I'm not with that gay shit. I ain't with that thug shit. So I'm guessing that's why Young Thug is mad at Rich Homie Quan. That's a stupid reason. And then another thing, to not help his gay argument, you got another man's name tatted, tatted on you. That's he said, that's my, he said I got, that's my brother. I got your name tattooed on me. That's, that's weird. Yeah. I'm not tat. I'm not tatting no other man's name on me. If he's not my father, my real brother, somebody that passed away. I'm not doing that. Son, son. son exactly. If that's my son. Yeah, but yeah. I, don't, I have a son. He got my son's name tatted on me. But yeah. some a nigga that come on, bro. I don't, I don't know, man. I think certain things that he do, I think is. That's your boy Ryan speak on him. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Ryan. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 But yeah, so uh, that's pretty much um, the most important things that were asked in the interview. There ain't uh, nothing wrong with being gay. It's just like if you going stop spec having a spec, bro. If you're not gay, you don't. Have, you don't, If he if he knows he's not gay, don't speak on it. You don't even have to speak yeah, on it. Just doing some more. Just talking in circles and shit, making yourself sound stupid. So this is like, uh, yeah. But good album though. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Good great album though. Good album. Yeah. Right? That's all we really care about. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great album. I give it to him. I give him props for that. He's definitely showing his growth. His numbers showing his growth. His the lyrics he was talking, the shit he was talking about the album. He definitely showing his growth. But um, ah, yep. So we are gonna move on from Thug. Let's see, I think I had one more thing. Oh no, they didn't ask him about uh the Lucci situation. I don't think they asked him about that. But no, they did. Big boy did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see nothing. I ain't seen about it. Oh, okay. But I'm not gonna get into all that. That's a whole another topic. Another conversation. Uh, what else we got? Uh, we talked about Jay-Z's deal with the NFL last week, me, Ryan, and Brandon. We had a um, good little conversation about that. So uh, we were talking about if you think that so – what you think about it? Did you hear about that, Chris? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know all the details of it, but uh, – Basically, you know, basically I mean, yeah. Yeah, go he, ahead. Go he, ahead. Bas- sorry. Basically, he just – he signed a deal with the NFL to oversee all the ent- the entertainment aspects of it. And, yeah. Um, ja Rule, he basically ja – what was it? Stick a set shower. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine Dupri. Oh, no. <laughs> Jermaine Dupri turned down a similar deal. He at, Jermaine Dupri pretty much said it was said that he called Jay Z and Jay Z told him to turn down the same deal a year before. So they saying he took it a year later. Yeah, exactly. That's what he's saying. That's what is being I mean, said. It's, it's it's business, so it's like you yeah. know he's gonna do what he's gonna do. You can't tell him to not do it because look where he got making decisions he's made. So yeah. You know. and, and there's a video I'm going to play. This is um, Jermaine Dupri. He responded. He had an interview with V103. So he responded to the speculations of what people were saying about the Jay-Z situation. Yeah, Ja Rule. Here's Ja Rule. So, long story short, Hove called me when he saw this clip, right? And he called me and we talked about the clip. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I came up here today is to just make sure that I let everybody know he never told me don't do what I was doing. Okay. Right? And I think that that's the part that I see flex said confirmation. <laughs> Everybody like, you know, when I tell people that he and I spoke, right. they run with that. Mm. That's not a secret. Everybody mm. knows Jay Z's my man, right? right? <laughs> Jimmy and Jay Z is like this. Right. So, um, we speak, you know, and it's not I, I didn't think that my friends and myself, me speaking to my friends is like a secret, right? So um, you like you asked me when I walked in here. Did I speak to Flex? Yes, I spoke to Flex, right. and I told Flex I spoke to Hove. Right. Me and Hove spoke. From there, you know, <laughs> I don't have no control. I, you know, so, so we don't know who's telling the truth. Yeah, we, we don't know who's telling the truth. 
just like it's, like like it's business. So it's like you even think about like like Michael Jackson was friends with Paul McCartney, and when the Beatles rights came up, he bought them right underneath their nose. I was just you know I, I just saw a video about that. Yeah, uh, Akon so was talking about that. I just saw something Michael about Jackson that. For that. Yeah, I just you know saw. I'm saying so like you know Jay Z's is a businessman. This is what it is. Like That's you get, you should have took the deal if you mad about it. Yeah. yeah. If you got offered it first. Why did you just take it? Yeah, but there's no, we don't know who's telling the truth because uh, Funk Master Flex, he's the one that said that Jermaine Dupri talked to Jay Z and JD just confirmed that that happened. So I mean, okay, so if you did talk to Funk Flex, what'd you tell him? So it's, it's, we don't know who's telling the truth, but it is what it is, man. Like y'all said, Jay Z's a businessman, of course, is is a doggy dog world in the business world. Hey, so step it's on like toes, exactly that's true. You do you do have to step on toes. So uh, speaking of Jay Z, uh, Dame Dash, he did a interview on uh the podcast called no jumper um and this is y'all niggas <laughs> wait till we get this video shit rolling wait till video coming soon by the way nigga. we we me and brandon got a plan we were saying that uh by episode 15 we were trying to do video and then by episode now we need to say it because we need to do it so by episode 10 we trying to get on apple um apple podcast so episode 10 hopefully be on there Episode 15, we'll have video to y'all. That's our plan right now. We, I definitely want to say that on air because we need to go ahead and get that done. So, um, uh, what was I saying? Damn Dash. So, he went on No Jumper Podcast. They were talking about the Jay-Z NFL situation, and this is what Dame Dash had to say about that. I mean, everybody knows Jay and shit. Like, that's, everyone knows that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's does not that like, surprise you at all? Because that seems particularly shady. Listen, if you ask anyone in the industry... It's a common knowledge that Jay ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Define like, ain't shit for our audience. He, he's there. about the bag. You right. know, we all know that. It's about he's self-preserving, period. Like, you know, it's just that the people he does it to don't have, like, Beyonce next to him. They don't have that kind of a power. But, you know, this dude here, everyone's looking. Mm. So I just think he kind of like, you know, like, he used to do that shit. Like, it, it, he's like, it's not even like a, a, a secret. You know, he'd do that shit to me with girls. Like, you know, he'd be like, you know, I'll be talking to a chick and I'll be like, yo, you should ask me to do this, that, and the third. And he'd be like, I wouldn't do it. And then the next day he's wifed her. And I'd be like, oh, that's some funny shit. Right. You know, you know what you're dealing with when you deal with Jay. You know, Jermaine Dupree, I, I feel like, you know, I'm getting, for me to talk, it, 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 it's hard because I can't completely be objective, but it's the news of today. Huh. But I just think if you look under the hood, all the answers will reveal themselves. And everybody... I mean, I'm pretty sure most people know about Dame Dash and Jay Z's history. Don't make no fuck with each other, but that's some hating yeah, ass shit. Right? That's some hating ass shit. Right? He really <laughs> said that shit. So I'm like, damn, he talking about Beyonce when he said that shit because that's who Jay Z's wife, obviously. But ain't no telling what the fuck. He's salty about the whole situation that happened. I wouldn't have said what that nigga just said, but he hey. owes Jay Z a lot though. So you know. You said what? I think he owes Jay Z a lot. They worked together. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, they did. But they both, hey, man, they both made it work. They both came up together. I wouldn't say no yeah. shit like that. Maybe it is true that Jay ain't shit, but you of all people shouldn't be the nigga to say that because everybody, especially everybody knows y'all history and everybody knows yeah. that you two got beef. So you, it's just gonna look like some hating that shit. So I wouldn't even have said anything. If I was it, it looks like and it sounds like it too. So. Exactly. Yeah. And and apparently the dude that was interviewing him. This is the last video I'm going to play the rest of the podcast. I don't think I have any more videos. So this is the last video I'm going to play. This is the dude that interviewed Dame Dash. This is a white dude. I don't know his name on the No Jumper shit. This is what he says. I paid Dame Dash for this interview. Now, it wasn't much. It was 500 bucks. But I paid 500 bucks. It was weird because we, you know, my publicist is going back and forth with his connect, whatever it is. And the publicist or the, the connect is like, yeah, you know, uh, is this a paid interview? And my publicist asked me, she's like, what am I supposed to say when people ask that? And I said, say no, say it's not paid. 
And, and so she said that. And then they come back to her and they say, um, we're going to need 500 bucks for his haircut and his driver. That was what they specified. Now, no hair. we thought this was pretty hilarious after because, like, his haircut, like, he literally does not have a hair on his head. That's not a diss or anything. I'm sure there would be some hair on so his head. So that's pretty much it. But, yeah, so he said he paid Dane Bash $500 to come do the interview, which is what he's thinking. Chris, <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, yeah, Dane Bash, you want some hating ass nigga shit. The shit you said was unnecessary. I know, of course, he's not going to hear this, but I'm just giving my opinion on it. But that was some hating ass shit. And what Jermaine Dupree, like, he got a bunch of artists that he used to work with talking about that he did them wrong. Jermaine Dupree? Yeah. Yeah, so I believe like, it. It's the music industry, Chris so I believe Cross it. And like Lil Bow Wow and all them dudes. Like, I believe it. I believe all it. All kind of people from So So Everybody's getting like, fucked in the music so, industry. I mean, yeah. So you got got this time. Everybody's thinking about their bottom line, man. That's that's just how business is, man. Yeah. You can't take it personal. That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, so what we got next? Uh, Kodak Black has pleaded guilty with his case. Uh, he's facing eight years in prison. Uh, he's pled guilty to federal weapons charges. Uh, CBS Miami and Associated Press reported this. Uh, authorities say Kodak could face up to eight years in prison. Sentencing is reportedly due. It's set for November 13th. So I personally think Kodak is never going to end. I think he's going to be locked up now because uh, that's, that's like, like. He just ain't learning, bro. Yeah, yeah, he, he, it's he, never going to end. He's going to see that. He, he's been arrested multiple times in the past couple years, man. They keep giving him second chances, bro. You hate to see that shit for a young black nigga, bro. Especially from Florida, yeah, the, from, for me. Yeah, yeah. Ain't that hard not to stay in position, man. Like, come on, man. You don't fuck with Kodak. He's loud. I only know who he is because he got <laughs> into it with somebody like a little while ago. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, he said something everybody's mad about. Oh, I was over at Nipsey also, yeah. yeah. He said something about Nipsey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the shit with Lonnie. Yeah. yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah, that was so fucked that, up. So I heard his name before, but never checked him out. So now I was in the way. He can rap. He, yeah, don't, he, can rap. he can rap. He's not like a great, great. He ain't like one of the best rappers out, but he can rap. He can spit. Okay. Yeah, he's from Florida, so he can spit. Uh, what else we got? Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> snake! Would you try to take another one? Yeah. Uh, hold on. So next we got. Uh, I want to say uh, rest in peace and condolences to T Grizzly and his family. Uh, T Grizzly's car was shot up in Detroit. Yeah, his manager was killed, who was his aunt. Uh, T Grizzly is fine. He's okay. But I want to say every week we gotta have a rest in peace on this goddamn podcast. Seemed like we had a rest in peace that we gave out every fucking episode. I got another one later on. Uh, but yeah, so rest in peace to T Grizzly's aunt. Uh, he posted a video of her on uh, Instagram. Uh, he said, "Since I was 12, we've been going everywhere together. How you gonna go to heaven without me? I don't even know what to say." Uh, JB, I wanted to show you the world. I wanted to show the world your smile. I love you so much. So I want to say rest in peace. That's a fucked up situation. Yeah, rest in peace to uh, and condolences to T Grizzly and his family. I'm glad he is okay. Um, unfortunately, he lost someone in the process, but this is. It never ends in this music industry. It's always some shit like that going on, sadly. Some hater in the, in the corner, man. Yeah, I haven't even seen any more details about the situation, but I know that was the most important thing. So, like I said, condolences to his family. Uh, next, we got here, uh, I wanted to share a story about uh, Big Sean. Just uh, big enough, Big Sean, he gifted a $100,000 recording studio to the Detroit Boys and Girls Club. Uh, Detroit's own Detroit's own Big Sean is giving back to the community that raised him by donating a state-of-the-art recording studio to the local boys and girls club worth a whopping $100,000. During a recent performance at his second annual DON Detroit's On On Now weekend, Big Sean revealed the new music studio at the Dodge Boys and Girls Club. So shout out to Big Sean for doing that uh, for his city. Yeah. That's a big thing there. Yeah. 
Yeah. And next, I got, uh, we're going to run through these two real quick. Uh, Nipsey Deal, Nipsey Hustle, Nipsey Deal. Nipsey Hustle has a deal with uh, Puma. He's going to drop a collaborative, um, a little collab with Puma on September 5th, 2019. I see you looking over there. Yeah, what that mean? Just because he died. His estate, I'm sure. His family's going to, that's probably his family, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to skim through it real quick. Uh, pretty sure it's going through his family. Uh, they said it's a collection of from khaki suits to track suits. Project is very special to our team. So, yeah, it looks like some clothes coming out through Puma. This nigga's like, did he die? That's fucked up. It's because I'm trying to figure out who's controlling this. It has, it has to be his, uh, his family. There's a state that has um his ownership and all that. Uh, yeah, so shout out. Uh, check that out if y'all haven't already. Uh, September 5th, that's coming. Puma, Nipsey Hustle. Uh, what we got here? Next, uh, next, all I got is Drake being sued, and then we got a couple things on Drake, and then we got one more topic we gonna get into that mixtape shit. You have anything in your phone for that that mixtape shit? No, I don't. Damn, so we we gonna have to freestyle. It's okay, we can freestyle. All right, so Drake is being sued for allegedly stealing the beats for his hit singles "Nice for What" and "In My Feelings." I know how Chris feel about Drake. This nigga does not fuck with Drake. (laughs) Why'd you say? Oh yeah, because you you was like. I don't like Drake. I don't like Drake. Uh, When I first met Chris, we were training, (laughs) and you was letting me hear. You said he stole his flow from somebody. Fonte, yeah, whoever he was. You hear young Fonte, and you hear like Drake. I'm not like, look, Drake works hard. He deserves all the everything he got. I'm not Mm -hmm. hating on the brother's game. Like, do you think he's obviously an all time rapper? Like, Mm -hmm. especially business wise, as much money he's made, the impact he's made, you can't hate on that. Yeah, that's business. But like when people talk about all time, like. Are we talking about the influence and business side? Are you talking about just like straight lyricism and skill? I feel like what you, they do. You not, know, not to cut you off. To me. Not to cut you off, but I feel like he has an asterisk next to his name because of that ghostwriting shit that came out. That's just me. I feel like you can't really put him. He's top three right now, but all time, I feel like you can't put him up there because of that ghostwriting shit with Meek Mill and all that shit. So but if you bring in numbers in his yeah, numbers, you bring in exactly, numbers exactly. and how much yeah, money he's you can't, like, you man, can't argue. You can't, I really argue with that. He's been on top for a long time, so mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, but I don't, people, people also look at that ghostwriting as a business move, though. A business move, yeah. Well, I mean, just oh, also when oh. you get to a certain level, like there's all kind of people, get, yeah, it's just the way it goes. Like, Everybody has help, you know, but. The shit that it was just like uh, there's so many people behind the scenes that people don't know that make money off of these songs. Like it ain't just the artists and you know there's a lot of writers, executive producers and stuff like that that get you a little bit of that. So yeah. there's a lot of behind the scenes people. So there's yeah. a lot of things that go on that people don't really that really people know. don't know. If you're not in the music industry, you're not gonna know. No. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So um. Business man, like you said, man, business. Yeah. Can be cutthroat. You know. So, uh, you take one B. Let me read this article. So, uh, although he may have just racked up another number one album on the Billboard charts, Drake has also earned another lawsuit for allegedly stealing the beats for two of his biggest hits. And I feel like I want to say this, too. That's on the producer. That's not on Drake. That's on the producer of the fucking song. Drake didn't steal the beats. If anybody stole the beats, it's the producer. But yeah, I'll when, you, when you register a song to get paid for it, like through like uh, ASCAP mm-hmm. or like BMI, mm-hmm. uh, they do like this thing to where like it's it's published in your name and that's how you get the money from it they yeah. they uh uh monitor like tv radio all that kind of stuff and they make sure they're the ones that send you the check like right. if you had a song on a movie or you could play on the radio stations they're the ones that send you your money because you have an agreement with them okay so they go get the money for the publishing rights that you got so it's probably in his name yeah yeah so i'm pretty sure yeah for, you know 
And it says, also reported by TMZ, Drizzy is in some serious legal hot water and could end up costing him millions. Drake and the New Orleans bounce artist Big Frida, who was also featured on In My Feelings, are both being sued by Samuel Nichols, Nicholas III, a.k.a. AKA Sam Scully. Because his claims to the song is a blatant ripoff of one of his beats, he additionally alleges that Drake also did the same thing and stole his beat that it would eventually become nice for what? Court documents reportedly state that Scully claims Drake and Big Frida sampled a portion of his 2000 track Roll Call, but they never asked for the rights. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I just wanted to um, say that. Uh, so I don't know. I, I never heard the what's the guy's name? Um, Scully, Sam Scully, whatever his name. I never heard any of his songs. I don't, I don't know. But this just happens. This shit happens a lot in the music industry. So we'll see what happens with that. And we'll talk about it when it happens again. Uh, Drake released his um, Money in the Grave video with Rick Ross. I don't like that song. You like that song, right? Money in the Grave? I like the other one better. Um, oh, Murder? Murder, the Gold Roses on Rick Ross' album. Yeah, that shit was hard. I like that. I like Money in the Grave. Yeah, you did say it. Yeah, I don't like Money in the Grave. He don't fuck with Drake, so I can't <laughs> ask. <laughs> I ain't heard it, yeah. But uh, he, he released a video, and there's a picture right here. I'm sure it is. Um, is a picture from the video. The score. I'm guessing Drake is in his mansion because he has a basketball court in his mansion. The score is nine six. So people think that something's gonna drop September six next week because it's on a Friday. So people speculating that Drake is about to drop something next week. We don't. Ain't no fucking telling. But I just want to say that uh, Money in the Grave video is out now. So if he does drop anything, I don't think it'll be an album. What y'all talking about? That Drake shit. Oh yeah. So we'll see. That's next Friday. Um. It's my baby's birthday too, so I got I got some big coming for my baby. <laughs> yeah, it's her birthday. Baby. Congratulations on that. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> congratulations on my girl birthday. That's funny. But uh so yeah, and then also it's be reported. Funk Flex just said a couple hours ago, he said tonight, seven PM, new Pusha T. So it looks like Pusha T is dropping some tonight. Of course, Pusha T and Drake. Yeah, Pusha T Pusha T and Drake had their whole little beef. But um, what I was telling y'all, so Joe Buddy, he had a pool party the other day, and while he was on IG Live, Drake was commenting on oh, yeah. his IG Live, and Drake, one of his comments was saying, he was just talking shit to Joe, he was like, it looks like it's like, yeah, he was like, it looks like it's like 67 people there, why y'all going crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Say all type of dumb shit, just trolling yeah, this yeah. nigga. But one thing he did say, he said, yo, play, he said, uh, play the story of Adonar right now and see if it rings off. I promise there's only one person that's going to know the words. And the story of Adonar is, of course, Pusha T's diss track to Drake. So people are speculating that Pusha T's song tonight is about to be to Drake because of what Drake just said on Joe's IG Live. So we'll see what happens with that. There's no telling that's 100% true, but apparently Pusha T is coming out with new music. Do you fuck with Pusha T, Chris? I'm a musician, so I listen to like all kind of different music. So yeah, I, feel you know, you. I mean, not to say that you guys don't, but I, like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things where I just dropped off, listening to a lot of underground stuff, and like, yeah, it's not wrong like, with it. Just yeah. different styles of music, yeah. so yeah, I yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a lot so, of people I haven't heard, so right, yeah. So we'll <laughs> see what happens with that. Uh, we'll see if I'm pretty sure it's just a song for Pusha T, but if he kind comes, kind if, of irrelevant now, kind of the subject matter is kind of irrelevant now i don't know why he can drop a song about drake if it is but drake just said that shit though it's just they just doing they doing too much man hey man but we'll see what happens uh i would be interested to see it again because i feel like drake lost the first time when they went at you he did did lose (laughs) okay so it's around the room everybody agrees that drake lost that beef but uh what else we got uh top mixtapes all time so i don't did we talk about that last week on the pro on the podcast 
We didn't talk. We I think we talk about it off air. Me and Ryan. Okay. All right. So we gonna uh, we don't have nothing. We just freestyling this shit. So it was a uh, cause it was a top cause when that list shit came out with the top fifty rappers of all time. It was a oh yeah. There was a list going around of the oh, most the top twenty five. It was a, it was a list of the top twenty five most downloaded mixtapes all time. Which me and Ryan was like, oh, we should have a discussion about the top mixtapes of all time. So I think instead of twenty five, we'll do top five. So Ryan, what's your top five mixtapes of all time, bro? Shit, that's tough. Um, I definitely say dedication to. Well, if you starting at five or one? Shit. Just any order. Just any order. Okay. Any order. Dedication to. Shit. Um, Cushion orange juice. I haven't heard every mix thing, so it's hard to say. Yeah, Cushion orange is up there. Dedication. We'll just say top five favorite mixtapes. How about that? Because it's hard. Because we haven't heard every mixtape. Yeah, we, we don't listen to everybody. It's still tough, but yeah. shit. I mean, shit, I got a lot of them. You said like, dedication to. I like Migo shit. One of they mixtapes, they first came out. So who who would you say? Dedication to Cushion Orange Juice. What else? Migo shit. Which one? Which Migo? I don't even know. I say Future of uh, 56 Nights. Okay, that's four. I put Beast Mode in that shit. Okay, that's four. Monster. So you got two feature mixtapes in there. What about Cole? Oh yeah, uh, nah, real shit. I put one of the uh, futures in there, but I definitely put Friday Night Lights in there. This nigga, I don't, I don't like Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Though, to me, for anybody that listens to J. Cole, then it's the warm up. I like the warm up more than Friday Night Lights. That's just me. But uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think five mixtapes. Uh, Cushion Orange Juice is up there, top five. The warm ups in there, top five. Dedication two is in there and no ceilings is in there in my top five all time. Yeah. So that's four. Is that a garage? Damn, but it's all good. Uh, <laughs> uh let me say one more and I'm gonna pause it for a second. Uh one more, one more. Kendrick. Kendrick, I don't like Kendrick's mistakes. Uh <laughs> no, not top five. Rich Forever maybe. Rich Forever maybe. That's a solid oh, five. Oh uh, I don't know. Come on. We'll get back to it. Cause I gotta pause for a second. We'll, for pause oh, for a second. we'll get back to it. All right, we back. Had to take a quick little break. Need to take this shot. You ready, bro? We talking about top twenty-five minutes. <laughs> this nigga don't even have no more in there. Shit, fuck it. You got a little something in there. Shit, this nigga. Mm. I don't even remember what I said for the top top five. I said no ceilings, dedication to cushion orange juice, uh, rich forever, and I'll say the warm up. Forever Maybe you could put nigga sick. Uh, you listen to mixtapes and shit like that. Chris? I, I don't know as many as like y'all. Like that's a yeah. Kind so of so, so who are your top five artists that you listen to? Your top five favorite artists, and then I artists actually, like any genre, hip hop. We're talking hip hop. Alright, let's say uh, hip hop. Top five favorite. Uh, say most probably. Death. If I had to rank them again, it's my own opinion. I'd say obviously most stuff to me is at the top. Also, Fonte's up in there for me because I have like an old soul. Where where was he from? He's from North Carolina. He's a little okay. brother. Like they actually just released. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, I heard about that. Week, I heard about that. Uh, okay, check them out. Uh, but they're associated with Ninth Wonder. He's like one of my favorite producers. Right. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. I just like the way he always samples soul and everything like that. But I like the way Fonte gets down. You know, I like uh, his content, his lyrical. But it's like it's more. I guess now y'all would say old school. Yeah, to, that's what people classify. I guess that's yeah. how it is now. But uh, you know, who else? Another dude that nobody talks about. This like I don't. I never heard anybody say this dude. Uh, his name is uh, Zach De La Roca. He's a dude from uh, Rage Against the Machine. Like, 
Y'all probably okay. it's a totally yeah, different genre of music, but like dudes back in like the nineties and into the early two thousands. I mean, it started in the eighties with Run DMC, but like rap into rock music. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like, he held it down like nobody, and he was his content was heavy because they were like big time political yeah. uh, driven bands. So they're like you know they're they're wild. Like check him out. Like nobody's like him though. Like he okay. owns that. If it's playing, somebody's playing rock music and somebody's spitting like. He owns a whole genre to me. Yeah. Uh, there's dudes that came after him like Fred Durst and people like that, but they're on a different tip. They're nothing like him. You're right. Okay. Know? But uh. So that's three. Uh, let's see who else. I mean, I'll... so you ain't fuck with Pox and Biggies and Jay. You oh no no. Okay. See, I love them. See, they're huge. See, I mean, like influence wise, like I love Tupac. Like he was. I mean, I had his poster in my locker when I was in like eighth grade when he died I cried and shit you know what I mean? oh, okay like, yeah but the Ram was like my shit growing up uh, like the soundtrack to that all that like Tupac he was huge in the when I first started listening to like hip hop yeah when I was a kid um, but Biggie like I like Biggie as a I think he's a better lyricist than Tupac yeah he, uh, oh I don't know well, I think I, I think I think Tupac, I I think Tupac I has saying. a bigger like persona yeah. and he's like has a more powerful uh, message and shit like that I don't I don't uh yeah yeah because to me Tupac he goes is the, both ways he's though. the realest rapper of all time to me he's he, the realest yeah he because yeah. he, he's his family's from some like militant mm. type stuff like people don't know that like you know uh Asada Shakur that's like his step aunt yeah you know she's like a big part of like black history and like black panther stuff like that so like he's from that stock you know what i mean but also he went to like an arts high school so he has like because yeah. that's how it is like one song will be hit him up, and then the next song will be like Dear Mama and shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. he covers it all, like you know. Yeah. But you're saying that Biggie's a better lyricist. Half I think Biggie's way. a better lyricist, like. I, but you know. Are you saying like bar for bar, or you mean like? Yeah, I just, I just. Yeah, think, Biggie, because he's a word. I think Biggie's his wordplay. He's a better pure rapper than yeah, Tupac. Yeah, he's, yeah, his yeah. word, his wordplay is more impressive to me. But also, but but what can't be denied about Tupac is that like. You know, he worked harder than all these dudes. Like, he'd record five tracks in a night where these other dudes would do, like, one track in a day. Yeah. Like, came out of jail. He came straight out of jail and went straight to the studio. Yeah, he he didn't care. So, like, he worked like nobody else worked. So, like, and his influence that he had on generations that came after him, like, that's really hard to argue against. But I don't, like, he's definitely, like, I wouldn't say he's not top five. I'm not going to argue with that. Or if somebody says they think he's the greatest, I'm not going to argue with that either. I'm really not going to argue with anybody's opinion. Yeah, because it's how you feel and what touches you. That's all. I don't know. That's what it is. But uh, yeah, Biggie. I mean, I love. uh, I love Common too, because Common. Nobody's like him. I like originality because back in the day, like that's how it was. Like, you know, you want to bite somebody else's flow. Like, nobody sounded like Wu Tang. You know what I mean? Like, nobody sounded like Tupac. I mean, dudes came later and kind of ripped it off a little bit, but. You know the jaw rules that came later, and I've heard I've, I've heard somebody say that it was a crime to sound like somebody else back then. Like you, it was it, yeah. like that's just how it was, man. But now, like I mean, it's it's a business, so like the business evolves, and like uh, things that factor in is like music being available on the internet. So that changed everything. Cause back in the day, like you had to go get the CD, or you had to go get the tape, or you had to hope it came on the radio. But a lot of hip hop, it's not cool like it is now. Like there's people make parody songs about hip hop and stuff. Like back in the day, that was like. You know, they call it, oh, you speak in Ebonics. They get all mad about that and want you to speak proper and, right. you know, all that. Like, it, it's, it was frowned upon to act that way, but now it's cool. Yeah. Because yeah. eventually it grew on society, you know. It's just people using slang words all the time on different yeah. levels. Like, it wasn't like that. In the early 90s, it was a big thing against it. Because everything right. was, if they rapped, it was gangster rap automatically. Right. 
Yeah. You know, that's how it was back in the day, but yeah that's true uh there's a question i saw the other day i wanted to ask y'all it says uh would you stop listening to rap for the rest of your life for 10 million dollars yep. for 10 already, million dollars i know i already know ryan would say yeah yep. i mean who's to say how they gonna find out if i started listening to it again? just hypothetically speaking <laughs> just saying you can never listen to I'll rap again it. for 10 million dollars uh you could never listen to rap again hypothetically speaking 10 uh, million dollars you just can't listen to somebody rapping yeah, but listen. like you can't like, listen to rap. Listen, I listen to so <laughs> much different stuff. I just, I just, I gotta break the shit down for this nigga. Like, you can never <laughs> listen to rap music, headphones, car, albums. You can't listen to no rap music for the rest of your life for ten million dollars. Man, I don't know. Yeah, yes or no? Would you do it? It's things like I don't know. Would you do it, Brady? We'll get back to you. Would you do it, Brady? Ten million dollars. Yeah, I stop. That's hard, bro. Shit. I can make twenty million. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to. Somebody give you ten million. I'd have to. I'd have to. Yeah, be a fool. I listen to a lot of different types of music, so yeah, I'd have I could, I could supplement it, and I would just listen to the beats. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to. So yeah, I agree. I say the same thing. Or just start listening to it again. How they gonna know? Yeah. Yeah, we on thirty six. So we good. Uh, that's all we got for music. So we gonna get into sports. So my nigga Chris is here. Here we go. <laughs> Brandon knows some shit about sports too. Brandon surprised you everybody again. So uh, the first thing, uh, the most important news. Uh, oh, one more before we get to uh, fucking uh, sports, I want to say this. Another RIP uh, is going out to Buddy of them franchise boys. He passed away after his battle with cancer. So I want to say RIP condolences to his friends and family. Uh, Buddy of them franchise boys. He has uh, passed away. I didn't see his age, but I don't think he was. He probably wasn't even past forty five. Honestly, cancer is. Deadly thing, bro. Yeah. Just... Yeah, so I want to say RIP. Like I said, we do, we fucking give RIP. We literally have given one probably every episode. People so stop dying, man. It's fucked up, dog. So I wanted to say that. So um, back to sports. The most important news in the sports world, obviously, um, yesterday, Andrew Luck informed the Indianapolis Colts that he is retiring from the NFL. Of course, he had a, a looming shoulder injury. He did a press conference. He was actually on the field and during the Colts preseason game. He was actually on the sideline. While this happened, he was walking back to the tunnel when this um, when the game was over, and he was booed by the Indianapolis fans because the game was at home. And uh, I mean, you can't. I can say that it's fucked up that he did that two weeks before the season, but it's that man's life. He can make whatever decision he wants to make. Um, he said in the post post game, um, the conference. Of course, he had to talk about it. He said that he was hurt by the fans booing him. And he said he was still in pain, so he's still hurting. And of course, he's thinking about his health more than anything before football. So, what y'all think about that? Uh, I feel like he made the right decision. You know, talking to the mic. Yeah, he <laughs> just, uh, you know, shit. That's the that's the price you pay. You know, being a fucking quarterback in the NFL. That's like what they say is thirty-two of the hardest jobs in the world, right there. Yeah. It's like it's only thirty-two positions. 32 spots for it, so he did that shit, you know. And yeah, the starting yeah, quarterback. You gotta think about that nigga played for like seven years. That's a long time. You're really six because he missed a year, so he really only played six years. He got paid for seven. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He got that 28 million coming home too. Yeah. Hey, man, if you if you if you going through four straight seasons with pain and all that shit, you gotta make this best decision for you. You know, yeah. some niggas might just say fuck it, I'm gonna keep going, but he decided, you know, he got a life after football. He got other things he want to pursue. Yeah. So. He took the smart way out and just like Barry Sanders did. Yes, so, Barry yeah. Sanders, Patrick Willis, who else retired early? Rob Gronkowski retired this year. Was it this year or last year? Yeah. Last year. Rob Gronkowski. So what do you think this about year? that, Chris? 
I think, you know, ultimately it's his decision what he wants to deal with, so you can't make him do anything. Like, yeah. I'm sure the fans would have wanted him to say something before they got this because the season's about to start, so it's yeah. like now they're stuck with somebody they probably don't really want to start. Yeah, Jacoby But none Brissett. of that really matters because at the end of the day, he's the one that has to get out on the field and take that punishment. Yeah, that's true. You know, I ain't, man, talk about not easy. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to deal with that, so. Yeah, and it's a big motherfuckers out there hitting too, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, the thing about any play, what the whole playoff with lacerated spleens, pissing blood for weeks. Yeah, what you think? Crazy, what you think, B? I think he made the right decision, man. He made the big decision. Somebody got to say he made the wrong decision. Goddamn, we all died. I'm joking. I'm joking. He walked away from the money, decided what's best for him. I think one of the reasons they said, too, he's having another daughter or something like that, too, didn't he? Uh, I don't know. He, and maybe he is. I don't know. I didn't see that, but he probably is. But yeah, he walked away. You know, if you're going to have that many injuries and keep playing with that and keep playing up with it, like, why are you going to do that to yourself? Yeah, nobody can tell you what to do with your life. So, I mean, it's fucked up that he did it two weeks before the season started. It's fucked up that he did that, but it, the fans also got to realize that, you know, they hurt. You know, he's hurting. You know, he, he does want, I'm pretty sure he, he don't want to disappoint them. So, no. yeah. Yeah, number one pick in the 2012 draft. So uh, I want to say good luck to Andrew Luck in the future. Uh, his wide receiver T. Y. Hilton. He went to Twitter. He put a message out for Andrew Luck. He said, "Every time I think about it, tears start to flow. Uh, no one understands you like I do. Our bond is one of the one of a kind. I've dedicated, um, I've dedicated to dedicate my season to the best friend, to my best friend. I love number 12. Luck to Hilton. So." Uh, T.Y. Hilton's obviously expressed his um, emotion over Andrew Luck. And as you said, Ryan, uh, uh, Andrew Luck is owed $24.8 million back to the Colts, but they're not going to take it back. Um, they've reached a financial settlement with Andrew Luck, and they've agreed to not take any uh, any of the money back um, that they have the rights to claim. So that's actually pretty good. I feel like it was a black nigga they would take it back. But, but I think he's willing. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Johnson, exactly. But he was yeah. willing to give, up, give back the money, too. They said that. I think they reported that, too. He's willing to give it back. Yeah. I f- you feel the same way? I feel like it was a black nigga they would have took it back. To me. <sighs> Just, Just, you know, I mean, yeah. But that's a different organization, though. That's the Detroit Lions. Still, though. I don't know. That's just yeah. I mean, with, and they had two. They had two of the greatest position players of all time just retire on him early. Barry yeah. Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Damn, I ain't even. He think was about messed up. Barry's Calvin career. was greater in his position like, than uh, Andrew Luck was in his. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Barry Sanders was greater than all of them niggas. So exactly. but yeah, but I didn't even think about that. They had yeah. two niggas retire early. I never, I never thought about never that. Never got that man any help. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Barry Sanders. Hell yeah. Um. So, like I said. Want to wish uh, Andrew Luck the best going forward. Uh, next, we got uh, the L.A. Lakers. They reached a uh, agreement with Senator Dwight Howard. He finalized a buyout with the Memphis Grizzlies. Ryan said he don't want to talk about this, but just think I hate Dwight Howard. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to talk about it with Chris because he is a LeBron fan, so uh, he's grinding for the Lakers. So Dwight Howard, Boogie, Boogie Cousins, of course, went down to injury. So what you think about the Dwight signing? Yeah, uh you know, they had to choose from, like, Joachim Noah and uh, I can't remember who the other uh, choices were. But, like, for for what he, they need him to do, he don't have to play a whole bunch of minutes. He just needs to play. Because JaVale McGee can't play the whole game because he has, like, asthma and yeah. stuff like that. So okay. he's, he's never good for, like, 30-something minutes a game. He's, like, in 20, 25, yeah. maybe. So you get Dwight Howard, he can cover a lot of things, like the rebounding and protecting the rim. 
So they got a big front line, but can he stay healthy because he's always getting hurt? So yeah, and he's got a non guaranteed contract. I think they could let him go before like April seventh. Yeah. So I'm yeah. pretty sure that was a stipulation they put in there, like show us what you can do, yeah. nigga. Because your contract's not guaranteed. We can let you go before this time. So show us what you can do. I guess he had a really good workout, though. Like, they were impressed by it. So he's always been a real athletic dude. Like, if he ever would have developed his offensive game, I feel he could have been an all-time great. Like, he has the physical uh, stature for it and everything like that. But he just never, like, really developed his skills. All right. Yeah. Uh, He was good in Orlando when you surrounded him with all the shooters. You know, you played that inside-out game. So that was good for him. But... He doesn't have to have a big role, like, and he he knows that, like, he's got to know because he's just been bouncing from team to team. Right. He's getting hurt, so he's got to know that, like, okay, we well, got to just fall in line. Like, nothing's going through you on offense. Like, yeah. you might get a tip in here and there, alley oop, but you're just getting the boards and kicking it back out. Like, yeah. but we have some shooters, so you know yeah. that'll help. But got the dope in the fucking bathroom. No, it'll be. I think I think it'll be good. Like losing boogie was. But we didn't know what we was going to get out of him either. We were just hoping, like, it's kind of the same thing with Dwight. But, you know, they, they'll have people that can score. They just need his paint presence and that rebound, and that's going to be yeah. big for him. But. Yeah, so do you think that the boogie injury hurts the, the Lakers' chances of a title? No, because he wasn't playing a huge role. He was playing a, a, a good role. But it's not like, again, it's not like he was going to play 35 minutes a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. So, hey, hold up, hold up, bro. Come sit down. You can hear everything you're doing on the mic, nigga. You can hear the bathroom, all that shit. This nigga, this nigga. But close, close the door when you watch it. Oh, this nigga. I heard that shit, so I guess. But yeah, so I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're right. That doesn't hurt. I feel like it doesn't hurt their chance either. But I feel like Boogie was gonna come with something to prove this year. To me, he, oh, yeah. he was finna. I mean, but Dwight Howard still got to be hungry too because he hasn't proved anything his whole career. I mean, other than he won Defensive Player of the Year three years in a row, which is like he's going to the Hall of Fame for that alone to me. But he, other than that, he hasn't really come through. He made it to the finals in two thousand nine, lost to Kobe. That has, that's gonna happen. So yes. okay, but uh, you know he's he's got to be hungry too because he's got a bad reputation. Yeah, you know so. Obviously, Boogie, you know, got because he missed out on his money. That's what sucks yeah. for him, like Isaiah Thomas. Like, but he was he talking was about, about that last his money, and then yeah. he, yeah, he got close, and then, man, just injuries got him. And I hate to see people go out like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't want to see the Warriors lose like that to injuries. Yeah. Yeah, you that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they lost, and that's what it is. I'm I, seen sad. He, I ain't sad about it now. Yeah, I seen he just <laughs> got married, too, to Marcus Cousin. He just got married. Okay. So, yeah, congrats to Marcus Cousin. But he, they had a picture. He wasn't in crutches or nothing. Yeah, he probably had that surgery like next day type shit. But you still can't. What he had ACL? Yeah, they say you can still walk on it, but it's just torn. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with uh, the Lakers. Uh, so you feel like they they favorite to come out the West, Chris? I mean, you're asking me like anytime LeBron James is on the team, I'm, I'm thinking they're going all the way. So that's just uh, I'm a serious fan like that. Okay. So, but I mean, it's a lot. Of, it's the probably the most parody the NBA has maybe ever had to me in the history because. Like, people always oh, super teams this. I'm like, you look at the history of the NBA, that's all that was. Yeah. It's not like every year there's, like, ten teams that can win the championship. There's always, like, four or five. Five's a lot. Yeah, it is. You know You're what right. I'm saying? Right. Like, it is a lot. Yeah. So, there's always, like, you pretty much know who's going to do it. If you go out and look at the history books through them decades, like, who was in and out of it. Like, it's kind of always the same teams. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like everybody's got about two superstars, so... Yeah, it's gonna be the most exciting year in a long time. Yeah, definitely. It's wide open. Yeah, it is. 
and one more thing I want to say. Well, two more things I think we got. Well, I got a couple more things I want to talk to Chris about something. But uh, I want to say uh, I want to talk about Lamar Lamar Miller of the uh, Houston Texans. He was injured uh, in the game versus Dallas Cowboys. It was actually the first drive of the preseason game, uh, Texans versus Dallas Cowboys. He is out for the season. He was carved off the field with an ACL injury on the first drive. What? I didn't know it was the first preseason game. No, the first drive. It was the first drive of the game. Yeah, it was the first drive of the game. But you had something you wanted to say about that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I didn't know it was that early. I thought it had been happening. What? Don't worry worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. No, no, no. This shit shit just happened. I think it was like two days ago. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Lamar Miller, he's out for the season, running back for the Houston Texans. So, uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, So, you sure you don't want to talk about that? Yeah, they just went and signed um, Duke Johnson. From the Browns, yeah, they did. You know? Yeah, so he's gonna be probably star running back now. Running back up there, no. Yeah, so I wanted to show Chris's picture. The next thing we're gonna talk about, I don't know if you've seen this already. So this is a um, this is a question that I think SportsCenter posted, and I seen this like two weeks ago, and I saved this for when you came on because okay. I want to talk right. about it with you. It said, uh, "Which team will win in the best of seven series?" Uh, so the first team is AI. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna let you hold it too. AI, D Wade, Michael Jordan, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant. That's the first team. Okay. AI, D-Wade. And let's just say, it don't even say, but let's just say everybody's in their prime. All right. AI, D-Wade, Michael Jordan, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant. Team one. Team two, James Harden, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Tracy McGrady, Kevin Garnett. And here it is. I'm going to hand it to you. So who's winning the best of seven series? Me, in my opinion, I'm saying team one with AI, D-Wade, Michael Jordan. That's my opinion. What would you say, Ryan? I'm going to say Team 2. You say the Team of LeBron? I'm team 2. Team you say Team LeBron. LeBron. LeBron and Kobe. What you say, Brandon, over there? I said Team 1. AI? No, no. <laughs> what you think? This nigga Chris really looking at this shit. Yeah, because you got, I mean, you got to think about the matchups. Uh, you said Jordan Prime. Two. You said Jordan Prime. Jordan Prime. Prime Jordan. Jordan's plus on Prime team. Prime D-Wade plus Prime Kawhi. Plus, plus Prime, Prime KD, KD and AI. Yeah. Like with LeBron, with well, who? LeBron, Kobe, James prime Harden. Kobe, prime LeBron, though. James Harden is prime. Go James Jordan. Harden, like, <laughs> he's the one where I'm like, uh, like he can get yeah. points, but like, you got Kobe. You got Kobe to say you got LeBron out there. LeBron, you don't so need James Harden you know, out there. Dude. That's so what I'm saying. Like, you don't. Okay. That's why I say so that's that's like you KG. KG's all up in KD's prime head. KG. Prime KG's all up in KD's head. That's what I'm saying. So, that's, that's a problem. It, that's bro. a problem. Okay, let me see it again. Let me see it. Let me see it again, Chris. I take okay. my chances with you. Man, who like, you saying team two, Chris? You say team. I'm on team two, so you know I'm going with team two. <laughs> say, I know that's so, what I'm talking like, about. But team one is you know. Team okay. One is squad. Good. Yeah, that's a squad. Okay, so if you look at each matchup, AI versus uh, James Harden, who's winning that? They both in the squad. They both picking each other. They both Who's winning? Who's winning? Harden, bro. Harden's a way better shooter than three point. Uh, the AI was. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Hell yeah, bro. But I will say, man. But don't get gonna, me wrong. AI gonna get his, but Harden's gonna step back every time and bust at least three, four straight before you even miss. So AI ain't finna get it. Uh, James Harden even play defense. So he don't, bro. But three more is three. That is more than two. He gonna bust some three. Yeah, but he also time. he also goes through these crazy cold spells. If you got Allen Iverson yeah. in his prime, he can shoot. But okay. he's also he slashing to that rim. He can. Okay. KD's, KD's the five? 
against KG. Hold up, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to each matchup. I'm going to each matchup first. Okay, so one. I'm saying that's a that's a tie. I'm not even. I can't say that's a tie. I'm not even going. I'm not gonna pick one over the other. Okay, D Wade versus Kobe. I'm taking Kobe. Of course. Taking Kobe. Yeah, you agree? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking Kobe. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, LeBron and Mike. I'm taking LeBron, I'm but like they can't like. I think that's LeBron's a gonna have a hard time. I think that's, Jordan, I, for you sure. can't. You can't just but say. Jordan you can't ain't. just say. You can't just Jordan give an answer LeBron. to that one. Yeah. You can't just give it to me. So I'm saying that's a tie to me. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi, Tracy McGrady, Kawhi. Kawhi's winning that, and Kawhi's on Team One. Because oh, no, well, but that's the thing with Team. Kawhi is winning that match. Team One's lineup, right? With them. They don't need Kawhi to score. If they're like locked down Tracy McGrady, make sure he doesn't do anything because that's his bread and butter. He's not a great defender, so he's a great scorer. So Kawhi who is winning that matchup? Okay, thank you. Okay, so it's it's one one with two ties to me because LeBron, you got the LeBron Michael and you got the AI Harden. Okay, Kevin Durant, uh, Kevin Garnett. That's the thing. It's like K KD can shoot over KG, but KG. Can get all up inside KD's head. But Kevin Durant's gonna fucking score more than Kevin Durant. I'm a Kevin Garnett's gonna score. He don't need KG. But to KG score. don't need to score. Need to get his head you just need. You know yeah. why? We got the rebounds. Kobe and LeBron. We straight. All right. So yeah. And Kate, that's Arden. the thing is like for him already. Somebody gets past you, your help protection at the rim. I'm taking KG over like KD all day. Be on some double team on some LeBron shit or whoever. You already see who opening the court. Who? That left hand nigga, James Harden, right there, bro. This nigga, I guess, I guess, but but that's but that's a good matchup. Yeah, whole team thing. Yeah, that's a good matchup. So that's a good matchup. I'll say team two. I say team one. Um, so what else we got? Okay, so me and Ryan was having this conversation last night. Uh, Chris, we gonna talk about this and one more thing. Uh, how did it come up, nigga? I don't even remember how it came up, but we was thinking, dog, LeBron might have played with the biggest names. More than he might have played with the most big names any other player. He's played with a lot of big names, but regardless, what point in their career did he play with? That's what, that's, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, we were talking about that. A lot of niggas he got towards the end of their career. Ray if they Allen. weren't at the end of their career, washed up or hurt, they wouldn't even been trying to play with LeBron anyway. Yeah, and the reason Rose would have never left Chicago. Exactly. The reason I bring this up is because I know how you feel because we've had the debate about Michael Jordan versus LeBron off air, me and Chris. I know how you feel about Jordan. Of course, that's gonna, that's a good argument. LeBron has played with some of the biggest names. Yeah. He played with Shaq. This nigga played with Ray Allen. This nigga's playing with AD this year. This nigga's going to play with Dwight Howard. Yep. I was telling Ryan, if you told somebody five years ago that LeBron's going to play with Derrick Rose, Dwight Howard, they would have said you was crazy. And yeah, Rajon Rondo. Yeah. It would have been like, nigga. They would have been like, nigga, no way. Yeah. No way. What you think about that? Do you I mean, agree? That's, that's, I agree. Like, you can't. Okay. The, the facts are the facts. But like I said, where, where are they at? It's yeah. not like he didn't even get... He if didn't you, even get 06 D Wade. If five you know years what I'm ago, saying? like, yeah, come yeah, on right. now, like, if five years ago you would have told somebody that they, you would believe that LeBron would have seven rings by now. If they would have told you those names back then, you would believe that LeBron uh, would yeah, have. Yeah, maybe seven go rings. back a little further. Yeah, okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little five years ago, 2014. Yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe, yeah, maybe a little further than that. So, yeah, ten yeah, years, ten ago. years ago. But uh, you know, like, okay, he's getting Dwight at the end. Who's just coming? He's a journeyman <laughs> at this point. Okay, he played with Shaq. That was the end of Shaq. Shaq had already given his last little bit. Gave it to Miami and then he gave it to Phoenix. Wait, he but he you know had Wade, he had Bosch, he had Ray Allen, Ray Allen. Yeah, okay, but Chris gave him a ring. Okay, so Chris Bosch is an all-time great player, and there's no argument against that. But he doesn't go to Miami. He first battle Hall of Fame. Eh, no, I don't know. Probably, no, no, Kevin Love was playing great. Kevin Love, Kyrie, Kyrie's a name. Kyrie, Kyrie yeah, Kyrie, I'm giving Kyrie all day. Kyrie's great. Kyrie's great. Okay. Um, D Wade's great, but he didn't play with the best version of D Wade. He did the first two years. 
And no, the first year I gave him. Second the year he started breaking. He, he broke still down. averaged over twenty in the second he, year. He still averaged over twenty, but he still started breaking down. The knees was breaking down. Like he was. Yeah, but it was still. But it's D Wade. But it's D Wade, Chris. He said out a lot of games. But it's D Wade. I know it's D Wade, but he said out. He said out some <laughs> games, man. Like he started. I mean, he wasn't at his physical peak. Like you know, what I'm saying his best year was 2006, right? No, his best year was 2009 when he should have won MVP. Statistically, yes. But, but he should have won MVP over yeah, LeBron. He could have, but he, he didn't. Yeah, he, he did. <laughs> so that's how that goes. But you did it. Okay, I just want to see if you agree with that, that he has played with the biggest names. Yeah, but so. the, the way they are in their career, you know, all that matters. Like, I mean, people forget. I mean, Michael Jordan played with George Gervin. Nobody knows that because George Gervin was old. Robert Parrish played with him, too. Dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Ron Harper is all-time great. Like, a lot of Jordan's active teammates that were in. But it's going- not nowhere near the names that LeBron has played with. Uh, true that. I mean, but you know, again, everybody flip flops on the argument what they want to use because they want to go with the whole yeah. ring thing. A lot of these dudes that Jordan played with got rings, and a lot of these other dudes like Derrick Rose ain't got no ring. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh, AD ain't got a ring. Thank you very much. Uh, Kyrie didn't have one before. D Wade's the only teammate that Marcus had one. Chris Bosh didn't have one. Kevin Love didn't have one. But a lot of them played with them, and by the end, they had a ring. So is it necessary for you to have a ring to be considered great? No. no, no, it's not. No, it's not. But when well, they we're talking just, that, we're just, but when they talk about who's greater than who, exactly. that comes George into it. Jordan sets the precedent, you know, so but he doesn't set I the precedent. <laughs> he does. Jordan, Jordan doesn't set the precedent. <laughs> right, you're right. Bill Russell sets the precedent. Right, and then another he thing, he uh, eleven rings. He won eight yeah. in a row. Eight yeah. in a row. Like, and he went against Will Chamberlain, who was dropped. You just looking up his stats. Guess who was yeah. beating him? <laughs> Bill yeah. Russell. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's just how that went. All right. And uh, one more thing. This is the last thing on sports. I wanted to say, um, my, in my opinion, I, f- I could see. We were talking about this last night, too, me and Ryan. I feel like LeBron can win four rings. I feel like he can win one more for sure. I think that's for sure that can happen. Five, I say maybe. Six, fuck no. He's not winning six. You never know what will happen. He's not winning six. Because, I mean, here's, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, you think about with LeBron. Okay, so realistically, playing at the level he's playing at, what he got, he has – you know, two years, Mac. Like this year will be the the year, and then I think like the year after that he'll still be good, but his assists will go up, and he won't try to look to score as much. Anthony Davis will probably be doing more of the scoring. Kuzma will come up, do more of the scoring. Whoever else they might pick up. Yeah. But like, if he takes a role of like, okay, I don't need to always score, and I'm just because Rondo is going to be on his way out soon. Too. He ain't gonna be there forever, obviously, and they'll get younger people. But LeBron can just like Jason Kidd did. You know what I'm saying? Just like John Stockton did. Tell your old, see an offense and run it. Like, and set up people and put them in the right spots to yeah. score. He does that. So he could do that later on. So you never know what kind of role he'll play with what kind of team. Because, like, they got Anthony Davis and they got Kyle Kuzma, two young pieces. Yeah. You know what I mean? So who knows who else they're going to get. Anthony Davis is younger than people think. Do yeah. people sleeping on Anthony Davis? Yeah, that nigga's, like, that nigga's I young. I hear Paul George had a great year last year, but yeah. who are you going to pick if you're trying to start a franchise? I'm picking yeah, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis yeah. Paul George is great. Yeah, I agree. He's great. I agree. But, so so you, so you, how many do you see LeBron winning before it's all said and done? I say, I say five. five. I, I say five. I say four. Because I don't feel like he's going to retire. As soon as everybody think he is. No, because he still is like one of the greatest athletes. I say, I see LeBron playing another six, five to six years. I say, yeah, I say five, maybe. I said five is a maybe. I see LeBron playing another six to eight. I don't know about six to eight, but five. I say six at the max. Six at the max. I can see LeBron. That just depends on like if he wins, like if say they win back to back. I say five. Like that happens, like, you know. I, he might be like content enough, like okay, I've done enough, I've played so many years, and then start doing other stuff. He could do that, but yeah. it's really it depends on what he really wants. Does he want to get that six so 
people could be quiet. Like, even though no matter what, they're never going to be quiet about it. So I don't see know. him winning five, dog. I say maybe. I don't see that happening, dog. In a realistic universe, yeah, maybe he might. Because he might and then the Clippers going to get him a battle this year, bro. It's not even a set that the fucking Lakers going to come out the West. It's not even yeah, a set. It's definitely, yeah. definitely not set. But the Lakers have a really – they got what they didn't have last year. They got shooters. They got depth. They didn't have none of that last year. And, like, they was living on potential Alonzo Ball, potential Brandon Ingram. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and really, Josh Hart and Kyle Kuzma fit in with LeBron's game better than any of those other dudes. Like, Brandon Ingram didn't fit all the way. Alonzo Ball fit good, but just, like, he don't – you can't have, like, him and Rondo on the court at the same time, you know, because they do, like, the same thing and all that. Yeah. So, and I'd rather have Rondo than Alonzo Ball. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. long term, like, maybe Alonzo Ball would be better. But Alonzo Ball does have a good – game like there's not yeah. a lot of people in the league that have his game all right yeah that's true yeah so uh, i think that's all yeah that's all we got for sports uh, i want to say one more thing uh next week uh is gonna be next podcast next tuesday is gonna be right before week one of the nfl starts so i'll give my season predictions for the nfl uh next tuesday that'll happen so i just want to say that so that's all we got for sports so we're gonna move on to what's trending then we just hit an hour it's already been out <laughs> so, uh, what's trending? We got the first thing, of course, uh, if you haven't heard, I don't know where the fuck you been, like you said earlier, the fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich, that shit is out now. <laughs> that shit is out now. Yeah, that shit is out right now. Me and Ryan, we had that shit like a week ago. Me, personally, that shit was not that good. It was really... I feel like... But Pete don't like a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm, really, I'm a real picky eater, I'll admit that. But, this thing... But I wasn't. Uh, it, that shit was not that good. It was straight. Good. It was straight. You know, it, it was good. You know, it's definitely good. But you know, people I feel like yeah, like people out here acting. <laughs> I seen a video. A nigga hopped out the car with his girl, jumped through the drive-through, got beat up. <laughs> Damn. It's just like, bro, you got back in the car with your girl, you got beat up, and you ain't no chicken man. <laughs> why you, why you jump like, through the drive-through? I don't know. I don't know. I seen this shit. <laughs> But, you know, have you tried it, Chris? Have you had it? Yet? I haven't it tried it, but this is all I understand. They, are, they already had a chicken sandwich. They had like oh, a yeah, po' boy, like a Louisiana yeah. thing. But so, they, but it wasn't even like a real po' boy. It was like all right, but like you know, like I don't know. They've already had. To they me, have. Zach's Damn, they have had a better Chick Fil A. You ask me. Nah. Yo. Nah, bro. I don't think Chick-fil-A good. Chick-fil-A is not that good to me. They it's waffle fries is the best Chick-fil-A thing they got. That's a tough one. No, nah, they're not. That's a tough one. Yes, it is. Chick-fil-A is way better than Zaxby's. No, it's not, bro. Yes, it is, bro. No, it's not like, it's not killing Zaxby's, nigga. No, it's not. They don't got the sauce. I don't think so. The sauce. They don't got the sauce. They don't got Zaxby's sauce, though. Nigga, yes, they do. What you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we. What you think? What you think better, Brandon Zaxby's or Chick-fil-A? Zaxby's been quiet. Zaxby's been quiet because fucking Wendy's been going at Popeyes. Chick Fil A. Everybody's been. It's as big of a chain. Obviously, Zaxby's is pretty good, bro. I put it over Chick Fil A to be honest. Yeah, Zaxby's good to me. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't that good to me. I don't know what y'all think about it. So you think this? You think the Popeye shit is that good? It's good, bro, but. You know, it ain't worth it. Ain't worth the, it ain't it's worth the hassle for. Cool, you cool. know, just like everything out here, it's gonna die down. We yeah, all know that. Yeah, but at the is. same time, you know, it's just funny how we see all this shit going on with all this free publicity they giving to all these multi-billion dollar companies and shit. You know, 
And you know how niggas be putting out memes and shit. Somebody put one out about black people. How, you know, we can't support each other in our own, you know, businesses yeah. and things such as that going on. But we can support a, a fucking restaurant for a photo dollar sandwich. You know? Yeah. yeah. So it puts it into perspective, you know, with a lot of how a lot of people think about us. But we bring a lot of that shit on ourselves, you know. But at the same time, you know, everybody should enjoy that shit. It's good, you know. But I just feel like... Be smart, like you see this shit long as fuck, man. Just go somewhere else, man. <laughs> Let yeah. that shit die down. Yeah, because them it's lines, straight. It's them good, crazy. but it, it, but it really though, hey, it is there a difference of going to Chick Fil A? Yeah, that line is always long. Bro, Chick Fil A long, but they quit though. Yeah, they gonna. Okay, yeah, that's, but that's, they line is long as hell. That's Every life. Time. Shit, niggas want chicken. <laughs> what you mean? Niggas love chicken. <laughs> I, I, see, I see the tweet. You, I see the uh, the shit you was talking about. Somebody tweeted the other day, four days ago. He said Popeye's chicken sandwich sold out straight off social media. We have the power to make each other rich, but that's a conversation niggas not ready for. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of a lot of things have changed. Like you know, people can make a whole bunch of money. Yeah, make a living off of something that ten years ago, if you told them they was gonna be doing that, they'd be like, there's no way it's gonna happen. But yeah, technology's crazy. Yeah, but it wasn't that good to me, like I said. And uh, Ryan was just showing me earlier that there was a um, there was a Boondocks episode that predicted this shit. But I've never I'd never seen the episode, and I'm a fan of the Boondocks, but I never seen that episode. Yeah, and he just showed me the clip. But yeah, it is. I it was a newer one. It wasn't like one of the first ones that came out. It was a newer one. That's why I never seen it. Cause once Boondocks got kind of the newer episodes came out, I stopped watching it. But no, it wasn't that one. That's the one I thought it was. But it wasn't that. It's another one. Them niggas was in the drive through The drive through line was long as fuck. What? Somebody jumped through the window. This nigga just showed me that shit. This nigga just... Just, sh- like, just like in real life, the nigga the Popeyes. Jumped through yeah. the drive through Same shit happened in the Boondocks. Yeah. That he shit predicted shit. that shit. Yeah. So, uh, aside from that, next we got... Uh, if you haven't seen, the uh, Brazil's Amazon rainforest is on fire. And scientists believe that that's going to cause drastic changes to the Earth's climate. Uh, it says the world's... This is the article. The world's largest rainforest is... Currently ablaze with no end in sight. Brazil's Amazon rainforest is reportedly burning at the highest rate since the National Institute for Space Research began tracking it in 2013. Now science is worried this could be a major setback in the fight against climate change. According to CNN, the Amazon is often referred to as the Earth's lungs because it is responsible for the production of 20% of the oxygen in the Earth's atmosphere. There have been almost 730,000 fires in Brazil this year, with more than half in the Amazon region. The Amazon rainforest is the largest rainforest on the planet, measured at almost half of the size of the United States. So, and people don't seem to care about it. I've seen, I seen somebody care saying... More, care more about Popeye sandwiches than... Yeah, yeah. and people were bringing up the Notre Dame fire. Somebody said uh, that, because I think it was reported, where is it? Yeah, uh, countries have agreed to immediate $20 million, $20 million fund to help uh, Amazon countries fight wildfires. Somebody said $1 billion was given to rebuild Notre Dame. $20 million is being given to save the world. <laughs> Some yeah, sad shit, bro. It seemed like nobody cares. Yeah. It seemed like nobody gives that a fuck. Is, that's what people care about what they want to care about. Yeah. And these rich motherfuckers don't care about none of that. They just want to get that yeah, money. So. Yeah. And we're talking yeah, about, right about Jay Z. It's a business. The world is a business. So it's the same thing. thing. About it. Yeah. So. But guess what? That's gonna be our destruction. That's gonna be our destruction. Yeah. Us. Yeah. That is true. That's true. Uh, so next we got. Uh, there was a shooting at Clark Atlanta. Four students were shot at a block party near Clark Atlanta University. Uh, article says we are praying for the students of Clark Atlanta, Spellman, and Morehouse who were at a block party when shots rang out last night. Um, I think this was like 
a week ago. We initially reported that two students have been hit by bullets. That number has now doubled. According to WSB-TV, police found four female students who had been hit by bullets and many others were injured. The shooting reportedly happened during a block party near Clark Atlanta's campus around 10.30 p.m. on that Tuesday. So, prayers to um, everybody's family. Anybody that was involved with that is fucked up. We was talking about this shit a couple weeks ago, me and Brandon, about the shootings going on in America. I feel like there's no way to stop it. I mean, you're not going to stop gun control. It's just like, I just don't think you're going to stop. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. It's not going to happen. Yeah, so prayers to anybody involved with that. Also, that stuff happens when a lot of people come up, show up uninvited and shit like that, too. People just come up in there and... Yeah, people just do dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, here's the story I want to talk about. Uh, says, Oregon police altered a man's mugshot to remove face tattoos after witnesses to a bank robbery said the suspect didn't have any. So that's the picture. So or people, so Oregon police, they there was a guy... He uh, had tattoos in his mugshot. The police in Oregon took the tattoos off his face because witnesses saying that the bank robbery suspect didn't have any tattoos. So they altered a man's photo to meet the subscription. Yeah. Says the attorney for Oregon man who was working to get his client's case tossed after it was discovered that police reportedly used Photoshop to remove his face tattoos so so that he could be identified in a police lineup. Tyrone Lamont Allen is being accused in a string of bank and credit union robberies despite none of the tellers saying they saw tattoos on the face of the man who robbed them. Uh, what's it say? Oh, damn, the police officer said it. Wait, it says, I basically painted over the tattoos, police forensic criminalist Mark Weber testified, almost like applying electronic makeup. Police then presented the altered image of Allen along with the photos of five similar looking men to the teller so that they can identify him as a suspect so i guess the police told the truth and all that it's fucked up bro that's 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 crazy crazy, though like that's crazy bro that's like can you do that no i I guess you can i I don't see any more details about it i mean but that's fucked up i mean he was he testified so i'm guessing he's gonna go to jail for that yeah i mean man like that's fucked up that's going above me you gotta if you gotta go that far hey man you shouldn't have to do none of that right it's the country we live in bro yeah it's the country we live in, dog. And uh, we got two more things for what's trending. Brandon's going to bring up something. I got one more story. Says, USDA study says washing or rinsing raw chicken puts you at risk for illness. <laughs> we all know the number one rule is preparing chicken to wash it. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, however, doesn't seem to agree. According to a new report, the USDA insists that washing or rinsing raw chicken puts people at risk of illness. The USDA's Deputy of Food and Safety, Dr. Mindy Brazier says the department has found that many people do not effectively clean poultry. Additionally, the report says the average person does not clean and sanitize the area in which the chicken is clean. So y'all still washing y'all chicken or not after that? Yeah, I'm not going to. The fuck kind of shit is that, bro? These niggas want us to die. These niggas want us to do. What the fuck are they talking about? How is cleaning something going to cause illness? That don't even yeah. make sense. They're saying when you open the package, the, the bacteria that spreads from the surface of the chicken, but it's still... I'm not still taking wash it. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Of yeah. course, they probably conduct studies and shit like that, but I'm still going to wash my chicken. For every study, there's another study that disproves exactly. it. Exactly. So, oh, definitely. You know. right. What do you say? For every, every study, study, there's another study that disproves it. You know, right. it's kind of yeah. how science works. They're always... Everybody got, like Everybody got their own opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and Brandon, you got one more thing. Go ahead. Brandon's got one more story for what's for what's trending. All right, we got um we got a article here on a black North Carolina man arrested after a false burglar alarm. 
So basically, this man in North Carolina, he was sleeping during the day because he's a he's a promoter, like a music promoter during the nighttime, and his alarm went off because his friend accidentally tripped it. He's in she, I guess that that person was in the house with him. So apparently, it was connected to his phone, and then the police showed up. So this man woke up and then um found that police were at his front door telling him to come out. He didn't he didn't know he thought it was being robbed, so he had got his gun, which he had a permit for. So mm-hmm. he basically came out and police told him to come out of his house, you know, with his hands up and he's like, For what? Because this is his house. Mm-hmm. So they're like and they kept repeating to come out. So and but he told him that he had a weapon. So they told him again to come out. He he finally came out and they um they put him in handcuffs on his knees in front of his all in his entire neighborhood. And he kept telling him over and over and over, he's a, you know, he's the homeowner for this, you know, for this house. And he lives in this, you know, in this um, community. They didn't believe him. Four or five, I think six officers show up. A sergeant shows up and they, didn't, you know, finally an officer who recognized him showed up and they let him go. But in the, when he was on the floor there waiting for them to sort out the situation, a lot of his neighbors were looking out their window you know, closing the blinds and, and seeing him in that situation, <laughs> they didn't say nothing. Hey, that sounds like a bad. And it was, and it was, it were Caucasian, you know, yes, police officers of, yeah, doing of this to him. Of course. Which they didn't ask for identification, according to the article. They didn't ask for any of that to to prove, you know, who who he is and where where he's living. Because they don't care about none of that. It's fucked up, bro. It's, hey, that's the country we live in. Like I said yeah, earlier, bro, it's uh, the fucking country we live in. I'd be damned if that shit happened to me in my life. I have an alarm system. So if my shit come off and I go outside and police outside saying I'm the fucking, I'm trying to rob this house. It's my house. That's insane, bro. Yeah, right. And you're not asking for no ID, nigga. That's insane. It is literally insane the shit that we hear every they day that's going right on. They have the right to do whatever they want to do. So it's what's like, really crazy is his neighbors didn't even say nothing, bro. He, yeah. said, they said uh, it's they didn't come out and help him. his neighbors, whenever he'll go out there now, he'll go outside now, his neighbors don't even want to come and talk to him. Cause they thought, Cause they're already too late. They already think he's that dude. So it's like, and that's what he said. You know, for defamation of character, that's why he'll probably bring a case with the. I just wish, like, when these things happen, to like, I mean, I know it's a hard job to be a police officer. Like, no matter what, it's nobody wants to police everybody thinking they can do whatever they want to do. But right. when you get it wrong, like, you should get in trouble for that. Right. Yeah. Especially if you kill you know somebody, I mean? like, like these officers should, are killing you people. Know, you're right. You know, it's, it's just a lot of bad judgment in the police force. These yeah. Days. It's a lot of horrible judgment. That's yeah. all it is. Because shit happens, you know? Shit happens every day. Yeah, right. But these days, it's just a lot of ill will and a lot of. Yeah. Six and a lot of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. It's just like, and it's always been going on. People, like, some people. That is the weird thing about uh, society, though, is like. People have the bleak thing, like, oh, it's just getting worse. It's like, it's always been this way, and it's actually getting better because we are coming together and people know what's going on a little bit more. It's back in the day, like, I think 30 years ago, like, you ain't getting no, no uh, press or anything. Like, ain't nobody yeah. worried about that. You That's ain't worried about that. It's still going on all the time. There ain't no, it ain't getting put on camera. And even when it did, Rodney King, yeah. dude, still got off. That's why the LA riots happened. So, yeah. it's always been going on. So, there is it is getting better in a weird way because we do tolerate each other not everybody's killing each other on every corner of the united states no. you know what i mean like racially, yeah, I agree. like yeah. we are still segregated to some degree but we also come together in a lot of in a lot of ways that other places don't yeah yeah you know i mean so we have to be positive on that but people act like it was so great name a time in history where something like this wasn't going on like if you remember oh way back when hey, way back when what <laughs> <laughs> like how far you want to go yeah. like it's it's always been there yeah. that's human nature yeah. You know, so that's what it's like, man. 
<sighs> this is why what happens though. Yeah, that shit is fucked up, man. But I think that's all we got for the segments. Well, we got shout out segment. Ryan has something. This thing. I just said shout out Chick Fil A, man. Yeah, he wants to shout out Chick Fil A for the Popeyes shot. Popeyes on that bullshit. Popeyes on that bullshit. Days and weeks, man. So Chick Fil A be coming through for a nigga. Bro, you seen that picture on Instagram? That it was like a Popeyes working. His head or the hands was in his head. Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a lady. Yeah, it was a lady. Yeah, that shit was funny though. Uh, anything for the fuck you segment? No. Uh, anybody want to give a fuck you to Chris? We got a fuck you segment uh, when we nah. give out fuck you. He's like, nah, nah I'm good. Like, nah. <laughs> all right, so no fuck you segment. And like I said, no Q&A segment. We had hour 15. That's really all we got. If y'all want to bullshit for a couple minutes, I mean, unless, unless you ready to go. Unless you got to go somewhere. Yeah, that's true. You got, you got somewhere to go, Chris? Nah, nah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't forget, y'all, to subscribe, like, show y'all love. Yeah, subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, This is going to be on SoundCloud and YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. All those, all the information will be um and the bio not the bio but the information on uh the info tab on soundcloud and it'll be in the description on youtube um anything else you want to talk about y'all can, we can bullshit for like five minutes talk about anything yeah, shit uh, you know what kind of so what kind of music do you used to do uh chris uh we played like uh, yeah chris used to be in a band so hip-hop and metal and funk and just all kind of different stuff we do some covers like uh we played, we were just a total independent band, so we booked all our own shows and our own tours and released our own albums, like, with no help at all. Oh, shit. Like, well, we had help from our, our bass player and uh, vocalist, uh, they were brothers, and uh, their their father basically funded, he was, like, our record label, yeah. you know, and then uh, help from many people around the country, like, we toured for about, like, three years, but it took us, like, eight years to work up to get to that point, because we went through a lot of stuff, like, uh, we went through, like, Hurricane Katrina... Yeah. And one of the band members went to Iraq and all that stuff and then came back and then we finally got to a place where we could tour. Yeah. We did that for a while. So it was, it was a cool experience. Uh, but yeah, we played all kind of, like literally all kind of different music. Like Was it touring just here in the U.S. or was it? Yeah, we never went out of the country, but it's like, uh, I've been to every state in America, but three of them. Damn. So what three you haven't been to? I've been to Vermont, Maine, or Hawaii. Okay. Oh, okay. Damn, nigga, that's crazy. Been everywhere else, yeah. What? What's all? So you lived in New Orleans during Hurricane Katrina? I think you told yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, so my what's, was actually what's all the city? You told me all the places you live, and I was like, nigga, that's a lot of places. What's all the places? places? What's all the places you lived at? <laughs> all right. Uh, so born in Alaska. Oh, okay. Damn. Uh, in Alaska. Yeah. My my dad was in the Air Force, but both my parents are from South Central Los Angeles. So okay. Uh, I lived there as a kid as well. Uh, also lived in I believe I lived in North Dakota for a little bit. I lived in Utah. Lived in Idaho. I've lived in Las Vegas twice. I lived in Colorado, uh, North Carolina, uh, Georgia, yeah. California multiple times. Uh, Nigga, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, man. Lived, I don't think I've ever Utah. I've, lived I've in never Utah. met anybody yeah. that's lived in that many places, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, I moved around a lot, man. Like yeah. it's, it's just always been that way. So it's kind of it's crazy for me. Like even when I went to high school, like there's kids that they known each other since they were in like kindergarten, and I'm just like, damn, like. Yeah. I ain't talked to anybody that I knew other than my siblings uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was in kindergarten, you know, stuff like that. So I've moved a lot. So it's like, you know. Do you uh, still do your music stuff anymore or what? Yeah, I still do. Like I do like uh, just I work on my own stuff, you know, it takes forever to release anything like that. Because uh, just after being in that band, I put a lot of work into that. Like I was I played with other bands and stuff like that. I did like some studio work with other people and I've gone on other tours with people. Uh, that's just playing like their music or cover songs or something like that but uh now i just kind of focus on trying to write music that i want to write and like develop my technique and stuff so that, like i said that's a lot of reasons why i don't know a lot of certain uh 
rappers or whatever because like I was I've always been into hip hop and I've always loved hip hop but I also got real deep into trying to get good at, I play drums too I play drums and guitar so like I'm way into musicians Yeah. so I check out a lot of records that these dudes are on you know what I'm saying and a lot of that's brought me back to some of the hip hop and R&B that I listen to because a lot of those guys are dudes I listen to on something else so it's like right. a, that's for a lot of the music I like too like you know, I look at it different because a lot of people, when they're not musicians, you're hearing the whole song as it's supposed to be heard, how the artist wrote it. I'm breaking it down, like, how did the dude record it? Like, oh, that bass line's dope. Oh, those are cool kicks he's using. If it's, like, hip-hop or guitar-wise, like, oh, the riff this dude is playing or he's playing a mm. minor 7 flat 5 over a dominant chord <laughs> or whatever, you know, like, uh, just stupid stuff like that. So I analyze the song too much sometimes to get the whole song. All right. Okay. So uh, I just hear it different. So it's like I have a, a different taste in music, and I've always been like that. I've always liked bands that like I like underground bands. Like man, y'all know about this dude. Y'all know about this dude either. Yeah. You know, I always okay. like stuff like that. So my nigga, that's what's up. So it's just different. So a lot of times I'm out. I'm out of the loop with a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's all good. You're not wrong. Then that means you have a taste of everything, though. A little bit, yeah. Because yeah. every if you want to be a musician, like. You definitely can hear every style of music, like even country music, man. Like it all has its good stuff, but yeah. you have to right. dig to find it sometimes. Yeah, some country. I don't personally. <laughs> listen, I don't personally listen to nah, country. I, do. I actually do. I don't listen to it, but like, like it's there's like good guitar players, like <laughs> you know, dudes that have cool techniques, like uh, Chet Atkins, like Lenny Bro, uh, Jerry Reed, homeboy that's in a uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. That's an old school like movie. Like, no. But uh, <laughs> dude's a dope guitar player though. There's, I mean, there's a lot of dope musicians out there. Like yeah. even dudes like Sammy Davis Jr. Like back in the day. Or, yeah, I know uh, that. Is. Yeah, I know that. Or uh, Jerry Lewis, who's a comedian. Like those dudes could play music. Like Steve uh, Martin, he's a comedian. Like back in the day, like entertainers, they'd be like three way people. Like they had to sing, dance, and act. Yeah. You know, they'd be able to do all that stuff. So they were like really talented. Not not to say dudes these days aren't talented because they are. They're like specialists. You know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so when somebody asks where you from, where do you say that you're from? I just tell them I'm from the West Coast, so that's basically <laughs> it. Like I went to high school in Idaho, you know, but I oh, lived. Okay. I didn't move to Idaho till. What, like what state did you graduate in? Idaho. Idaho yeah. oh, okay. Oh, but uh, I didn't move I there until I was like never 11. met anybody from my. That's where you just went, right? Yeah, I just oh, went there. It was okay. my mom's birthday. Okay. Shout out to yeah. my mom. Yeah. Love you, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's. We appreciate you coming, man. For real, bro. Yeah, appreciate you coming. all helping me, man. Yeah, because we cool. planned this like two weeks ago, and you said that you would come. Yeah, I so. forgot, you know, you hit yeah. me up, I was going out of town. Yeah, so we appreciate that, man. So, yeah, that's all we got, you guys. Um, we are 20. I think this is going to be our longest episode, about like 10 minutes, so it's all good. But we appreciate you listening. If you listened this far, uh, like I said, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. The link to that will be, I'll put Ryan and Chris's Instagram and shit in there, in there with me and Brandon's. Uh, that's going to be in the description box on YouTube and SoundCloud. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. That's all we got for you guys. And don't forget to send your questions to yeah. askinsensitive at pod at gmail.com. Yeah, send, be in the yeah send all Q&A questions. Askinsensitivepod at gmail.com. We're not going to do it today because I knew this was going to be a long uh, podcast. So it's all good. Next week, that's it, Chris. You good? Appreciate it. You got anything else to say? Yeah, uh, support these brothers, man. They're doing good things. Yeah, appreciate like, it, bro. Know, appreciate that. Right, you know, they're doing good stuff, so support. Yeah, appreciate that, guys. And we will see y'all next week. This is episode nine. Hopefully next week we'll uh, we'll have that Apple thing up. We'll let y'all know. Uh, we'll see y'all next Tuesday. Thank you for listening, guys. Yeah.